So, um, hi, guys. Hey, now. Uh, this is a much more informal episode of... I, I don't even... Is this going to be... I don't even know if I need to call this anything. I don't know if it's Random Movie Club. I don't know if it's the Geek Generation. It's just... This is bonus. It's a spectacular this is. spectacular. This is bonus. Uh, this is to give people a, a taste, too, of what our bonus episodes will be like. We're going to try and do something like this every month for our patrons. Uh, and these will be patron-exclusive. This particular one will go out to everybody. This is their sampling. Their tasting of the dish. Oh, my. <laughs> am, am I the dish? You are the dish. Silence Knight is here with me. Uh, we are we we've just finished recording an episode about Unbreakable that you guys will hear uh, down the road. But because of that, we decided that we were going to take a look at Bruce Willis's kind of IMDb page and do a little rundown and just kind of kind of hang out and talk about it and see what we have seen, what we haven't seen, the things that are just confusing and weird, and uh, all of the stuff we love too. So yeah. This is where you find out Rob knows a lot more about movies than I do. <laughs> That's what we're calling this segment. <laughs> Rob knows a lot more about Rob movies knows than more than you do. <laughs> That's what we're going to call it. Rob knows more than you do. Well, there's I'm finding out that I don't even know as much as I think I do because I'm looking at a lot of this stuff and not recognizing many things, especially early on. Which is crazy, right? Because he's such an iconic actor and you start to see it and you're like, uh, what? What is yeah. he? What is this? Billy Bathgate? I have never heard of such. Like, what is <laughs> you that? You haven't heard of Billy Bathgate? Don't, okay, don't school me, please. So early. We I, just started. Well, no, I haven't seen it. I've heard the name, but I've never seen it. I know a lot about movies that I have not seen, which okay. is really weird. <laughs> it's that useless like, he knowledge. Has, he has an appearance. He was on in Miami Vice ah. as just like in like one episode of Miami Vice in 1984. Like, that's so random. That is very random. Because, well, and I always think of, I know people like, absolutely have to start somewhere and build up but i just think of bruce willis as being bruce willis from day one <laughs> he was just born bruce willis yeah, <laughs> just I mean, came he out was. he came out bald <laughs> he's just who he is as a person have you he's seen in an episode of the twilight zone have you ever seen him with hair what does he oh uh, yeah i don't know what he looks like with hair he did have hair on, well think about die hard oh die hard you're right what and freaking yeah you're i completely that's a different bruce willis i'm sorry that's that whole yeah. that's like that's like there's like the pre-bruce <laughs> willis and then there's the bruce willis but you're right he did have hair but, back then. but die hard is like not even too i i guess i mean it's eight years after he started acting but he doesn't have a ton of credits between his first uh that's uncredited 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 his first three things are uncredited and then the appearance on miami vice's first actual on-screen credit and then it's another six years before die hard hey don't skip over his twilight zone appearance whoa sorry i mean sorry. come on the twilight zone that's huge <laughs> I, I have honestly have no idea what he did there but no i'm, nor I'm I. sure it was the 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 scene of his career the one scene of his career all right. I like Die Hard a lot, but I'm I'm not into it the way a lot of people are into it. You don't watch it? Do you watch it during Christmas time? Oh, no. We Tell don't want to get into this now. Oh, come on, Rob! The Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Oh, you are going to you are gonna make so many people mad with that comment. I can't even begin. That is, They can be mad because you want to know what I'm doing? Because of all that crap that started last year, I've been doing research for months. I'm compiling... I'm compiling a post that's going to go on the Geek Generation of uh, what I call Christmas adjacent movies and like what what things make a thing a Christmas movie and what things make a thing not a Christmas movie and why Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. I have evidence. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how Rob spends his time. Months of time <laughs> proving that Die Hard was in fact not a Christmas movie. This is his life. This is the life I live. <laughs> What a life it, it is. is. I love it. I oh, love it. What it yeah. Do, why do you, would you classify it as a Christmas movie? I, I come on. You gotta, you gotta. Really? It's, it's huge. Yeah. Come on. What, what, what does a Christmas movie need to have? For one, you know, it came out in July, right? That doesn't matter. And you know, the intent was it for never it to be a Christmas movie. You know, the true meaning of Christmas didn't happen in December either. Doesn't mean it's not Christmas. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying like it was a, like I want a religious holiday right so and that didn't even happen when that, you know, calendars changed so I don't care the calendars changed since Die Hard in my heart all right <laughs> we're gonna adjust the entire yearly schedule based on Christmas is moving to whatever the release of Die Hard was in the theaters <laughs> if they do that I will accept it as a Christmas so movie. it shall be in the future there's gonna be a vote in Congress about when to move Christmas and it's gonna go to Die Hard Day I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, Moonlighting was one of his big things, too, which was after Die Hard. I thought for some reason. Oh, wait. 
So okay, so Die Hard happened mid Moonlighting. Moonlighting mid-moon was his big breakout thing. I have not seen any of that TV That's show. Sh- I haven't either, but I have heard of it. I haven't seen any of it. And then Die Hard happened towards the end of that run. So Moonlighting kind of introduced the world to Bruce Willis, I think, and then Die Hard made Bruce Willis into Bruce Willis. Yeah, must have. And then you see the Die Hard Two is right at the end of Moonlighting as well. So kind of yeah. kind of wrapped it up there in a bow. Yeah. And then we have him in Look Who's Talking. <laughs> Yeah. Now that, year that after is the Die Hard? Right. I can't believe that's right there. The year after Die Hard. You're right. A year after Die Hard. That's wacky. Look who's talking. Wow. It's been that. Oh, look who's and talking. And he's, he's the kid. I know. I know. Well, you know. It is man. what it is. Man. Man. Oh, man. I That's a movie I've not thought about in a long time. And also, only, wait. There's only a year between Look Who's Talking and Look Who's Talking Too, which I think reflects on the quality of Look Who's Talking Too. I, I think it says a lot about the production quality of it all. Although, to be fair, two years between Die Hard. Yeah. That's not much time, right? That's Unless they, not. Were, they may have been filmed very close to each other. They had to have because how would they have known about the success of Die Hard that quickly? I don't know if it was like a major blockbuster. I mean, obviously it was a summer movie, but that's quick turnaround. If they hadn't already planned it. I'd love to look into it. Maybe they just recorded both movies almost at the same time. <laughs> just We got these leftover scenes. Let's make Die Hard 2. They know? anticipated its success yeah, right away. It was coming, yeah. He's it's, the master of quick sequels is what we're learning. That is exactly what we're learning. I mean, look at his work and look who's talking. That's just gold right there. <laughs> I can't Honestly, I can't even remember that movie. It's been, what, when was that released? 89? Whew. I can't tell you what happens in the plot. All I know is that there's a talking baby. That's, that's all I know as well. I mean, but it's, it's only talking in its own head, right? Like th- it doesn't talk to so. other people. I think so. It's been so long. It really has. Oh my gosh. <laughs> The Bonfire of the Vanities, that sounds familiar, but I've definitely it, never it does, seen it. It does, and I've never seen it either, but I feel like that's one where someone's going to come out of the woodwork and be like, what? Yeah. I have no idea what Mortal Thoughts is. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I do know what Hudson Hawk is. Yes. I, I don't think I've seen, but I do know the name. I would recommend watching Hudson, Hudson Hawk. Hudson Hawk. Here's Rob's first recommendation of it's, the day. I'm down. It's wacky. Is it? It's super wacky. I mean, just click at it and look at the look at the poster. Catch the excitement, catch the adventure, catch the hawk. What is even happening in that? Look at the, do you see the third photo down of him with the hat and the glasses? Oh, yeah. See, oh, look at that hat. That Look at that look. <laughs> it looks like a super villain. What is this happening? This movie is bonkers. It's like, it's like a live action cartoon in a way. Like, oh. it's just off the wall, ridiculous action. Oh, my God. And it, it knows it, though, too. It's not like it's trying to be something else. It's goofy and it knows it, and I appreciate that about it. That is that is crazy. Billy Bathgate, I again another one that I'm I've heard. In the year 1935, a team named Billy Bathgate finds first love while becoming the protege of fledgling gangster Dutch Schultz. Hmm. Yeah, I've never, I, I don't think I've even heard of that one. Dustin Hoffman, Nicole Kidman, Steve Buscemi. Oh wow! Really? Stanley Tucci. That's loaded. I was just looking at uh, I was just looking at the past one for uh, Hudson Hawk, and was surprised at how little names I knew. But Billy, that's a ton of names that I'm familiar with there. Yeah. Wow. Hudson Hawk. You didn't. Uh, Andy McDowell and Hudson Hawk. Oh, maybe I may, might have. Sandra that one. Bernhardt. No. See, I'm some of these names. David Caruso. Frank okay, David Stallone. Caruso. Frank, Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone. Oh my goodness! If you don't know that name, then please. <laughs> get out right <laughs> Frank Stallone clearly the alpha of the Stallones I think so I think we I think we know that to be true I feel like I've seen a little bit of the last Boy Scout uh no that There's, one oh you want to see Bruce Willis with hair he's right on that poster with hair the last Boy Scout oh yeah oh my good Bruce wow. Willis and Damon Wayans what that's a the combo. 90s right there that is the 90s that is some hair too wow with that traditional fire in the background letting you know it's oh going yeah on. <laughs> 91 you know this is where it's begun this is exactly <laughs> exactly um oh loaded weapon one what uncredited okay I don't loaded re- weapon is that the national lampoon that is oh not, it is it's the what's the one with uh yeah 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 I haven't seen that one in the a kind long of lethal time. weapon parody it's like the lethal weapon parody exactly yeah oh my god I haven't watched that in so long oh man is it 
I have some of those slapstick movies, those like um uh, what 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 is what are your favorite I'm trying to think, like airplane. Those type of movies get me. Airplane that, is it, great. Airplane is, is so good. Those type of slapstick movies, I they'll always have a place in my heart. They're ridiculous. Mm-hmm. We don't really get a lot like that. I like I guess our more modern version of that is Adam Sandler movies, which are not as <laughs> good. <laughs> I was gonna say, wow. All right. Yeah, that's that's yeah. another conversation. Jeez. I don't know what the player is. Death becomes her, I've seen. Death Becomes Her. Very forgettable movie. Very forgettable. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one as well. Yeah. Uh, there. I mean, there's. it's a good... It's Meryl Streep, Bruce Willis, and Goldie Hawn. Okay. Some people love this movie. I was not big into it. Just yeah. was not my jam. It was like Meryl Streep doing comedy, so that's good. Mm, yeah, that's okay. Striking Distance. Uh, okay, now here's here's a controversial one for me. Pulp Fiction. What do you? What's controversial about it for you? I hate it. <laughs> you, you, so you say that thinking that that's a controversial statement. Would you like to hear an even more controversial statement? Say it. I've never seen it. You're not missing anything. Don't. I, <laughs> I, so maybe it's not controversial to you, but I believe most people would go, you've never seen it. Oh, right. my goodness. I've never seen it. And I, and I should because I know that everyone loves it except you, obviously. Right. Uh, it's a classic cult classic and I just haven't taken the time to sit down and see it which I should which I should but at this point it's like one of those things where it's like I've gone so long without it I maybe I shouldn't I might ruin it you know I have what? a lot of movies like that I've never seen the Godfather really I've seen the original Godfather I haven't seen all the yeah yeah well one of the reasons I haven't seen it is because I've seen it parodied so many times that I don't think I could watch it authentically. The problem is it would be ruined for you. Yeah. And that's exactly I've seen so many clips, so many uh, comedy specials or so many you know comedy scenes or anything related to Pulp Fiction. By this point, mm-hmm. it's kind of ruined for me. I've heard half yeah. the jokes, half the lines like, yeah, it's Royale it's kinda... with cheese. <laughs> exactly. So at this point, it's like kind of spoiled. It's kind of done. How do you feel about Tarantino movies in general? A hit or miss for me. Yeah, I, it's not like it. It. it I, I. I don't like to say that any any director really uh, wins every time. You know. Yeah. But, well, that's uh, true. I. I. I would say I have a general positive. Uh, a positive association with. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of his late one later ones though. The the more recent stuff. Oh, to be yeah. honest, I haven't seen like Django, uh, Unchained or whatever it was. I didn't see mm-hmm. that one. Uh, Hateful Eight. Uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of stopped watching his movies just because I'm not a big fan of his in general. I liked Reservoir Dogs. That uh, movie Reservoir was good. Dogs. Uh, I'm trying to think about that. If I don't think I saw that one. Uh, I, I liked Inglorious Bastards. I thought that was a great movie. That I have not seen. Oh, what really? Yeah. Oh my goodness, that movie is that. Now that's a that is a good movie. I do really. really there was like really zero like appealing about that movie to me. Oh my gosh, I loved it. I I can't believe it. It was it was hilarious. It, I I don't know why you wouldn't think it's appealing. What's are you okay? Is everything right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe that's another question for another show, but uh, it's I oh, it's it's one of the most enjoyable. I would say I don't get the big appeal with Tarantino, um, which is probably why I haven't gone off and and you know sought out Pulp Fiction. Yeah, um, but Inglorious Bastards was good. Uh, Kill Bill, I enjoyed Kill Bill. Um, I, I wouldn't I say like it's Kill like Bill my either. favorite. I wouldn't say it's my favorite movie. Yeah, uh, but I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed how some of the scenes were shot. I saw part one of Kill Bill and never bothered with two. I would say, I would say to me, Tarantino, it's a little overrated for me. It's it's just not my style, but it, he's very it has over the moments. top. Over the top, yeah. It's a little too aggressive for me. Yeah, uh, in the stylings. Uh, what else we got here? North. That sounds. Uh, well, it says narrator. I don't know what he's yeah. narrating. I don't know if uh, I want to hear Bruce Willis like just his voice, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I wouldn't choose him as like a bedtime alarm or something like. Well, he was in "Look Who's Talking" as just a voice. So. <laughs> Sorry, you're right. I stand corrected. He's the best narrator of all time. <laughs> you know who does a good narrator? Uh, what movie is that? Jim Carrey, where he does uh the movie about the kid. Uh, I cannot think of 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 what the uh movie is called now. It's the Jim bo- Carrey movie about the kid. Uh, Simon Birch. Simon Birch. Yeah, Simon Birch. I don't think I'm, I've seen that. I'm pretty sure. Oh, you should see it. It's actually a really yeah. good movie. Um, I believe. I believe. If I'm thinking correctly, give me just a second. But I believe uh, Jim Carrey. Uh, Simon Birch. Is that the name of the movie? I'm gonna I, look. Like I could just be spouting stuff out on your show. Maybe like <laughs> Simon Spruce. Be like, I got the wrong tree. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe it's not. Si- 
I thought it was Simon Birch. I, okay, let's ignore everything I just said in the last thirty <laughs> seconds because I completely, I completely thought that was the name of the uh, the name of the movie. Uh, he's in it as adult Joe Wentworth. I could have sworn he was the narrator. Wait, maybe he is as adult Joe Wentworth. I think he is. I think and he that, is because the movie's about a younger Joe Wentworth. Yeah, I think that's exact. Okay, it is Simon Birch. I was spelling it wrong because I don't know how to spell. Uh, Simon Birch. Yeah, so I think he's the narrator in that. Anyway, so sometimes people surprise you with narration. Like that's maybe true. maybe he could be good at it. Um, I know I know we spoke on Jim Carrey before, but like Jim Carrey, man, he's he he uh, he can surprise you when he does his more serious stuff, oh, like God, his narration yeah. or like he's the awesome. stuff that's not that's only subtly funny versus like his over the top comedy. I think it's yeah, yeah. I think it's, uh, I agree. It, people can surprise you. So, okay. I don't want to write Bruce Willis off. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I'm assuming Bruce Willis's narration would be like, I don't know, the equivalent of like Bruce Almighty, if we're speaking in Jim Carrey terms. Like, it's not, it's not the best thing. Like, it might just be okay. You know, he doesn't jump into your mind as like, exactly. we need Bruce Willis for this. Exactly. exactly. Except for when you think of babies. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be thinking about babies. <laughs> Color of Night. I have seen this, but only because it was the early 90s. Um, it was, it was, wait, what, 90, yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was Rob mid puberty and was it was around say. like basic instinct time. So uh, we had heard that Color of Night had a lot of nudity. So that's why we were into ah, that. I see. I see. There it is. <laughs> that's the only reason. Oh. I don't even remember what the movie's about. The 90s the were weird was, times. I understand. It was. It was. Uh, nobody's fool. I don't know what that. Die Hard with a Vengeance. We're back. We're back. We made it back to Die Hard. Back to Die. So wait, how much? So it was two years between one and two, and then another five years before the next Die Hard. It took a long time to build that vengeance up, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So you got to let it percolate and and sort of grow. So the vengeance. Here's a good one. Have you seen 12 Monkeys? I have not seen 12 Monkeys. You would love that movie. If you love like like mind trippy time travel-y type stuff 12 monkeys in a future world devastated by disease a convict is sent back in time to gather information about the man-made virus that wiped out most of the human population on the planet ah i've never it's even a Terry heard gilliam of it. movie Ooh, are you familiar okay. with gilliam at all i've heard the name gilliam does some weird abstract stuff but the movie is it's one of his more grounded movies as far as like that goes but gilliam's also like monty python i see okay too. i'm looking through his stuff now i do see okay yeah i see a bunch of the monty python uh so he does do sort of the off the wall type of yeah 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 interesting yeah i'll have to put that on my list i have a nice list going so i have to i have to add that to it that sounds That's right one, on my alley. I, whenever i think of gilliam i think of brazil oh the screenplay was did by he, him did okay. he do fear and loathing he did the screenplay of fear and loathing yep oh he did do fear and loathing okay yep. yeah yep look at that 12 Monkeys, I absolutely recommend. I haven't watched it in so long. Like, now I want to rewatch it. It's really good. Are you sure you're remembering that it's actually good? It's good. I promise okay, you it's okay, good. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. The 90s were weird times. We've seen it about since it came out. So I'll, I'll clarify it there. Last Man Standing. Mm. I Okay. I don't like Westerns. This movie is great. I don't like Westerns either. My favorite... I haven't seen this one. My favorite Western is... Uh, is Tombstone. You ever watch Tombstone? I have not seen Tombstone. You've not seen Tombstone? I know. That is another sin. It's like a classic. It's a classic. If there's a Western to be watched, all right, I'll watch Last Man Standing if you watch Tombstone. (laughs) Oh, no. We have to watch two Westerns? Which I'm pretty... (laughs) What are we doing? What kind of an agreement is this? I don't know. I don't think anyone wins here. But Tombstone is actually enjoyable. I enjoy it, so... Oh, I'm sure it is. That's a classic right there. It's it's one that everybody knows Last Man Standing is not a classic. I just have fond memories of it. I don't even know how good the actual movie is so i got for a brief stint in college uh, i had the nickname willis because of this movie so <laughs> he does a lot of dual wielding if i remember correctly with the mm-hmm. pistols we used to have in my suite in college we used to have nerf wars where we would literally like open everybody's doors on the entire floor and we would have two teams battle it out with nerf guns and it was ridiculously fun, but I was a I was a dual pistol wielder. Like everyone had all these like advanced <laughs> like turret nerf guns, and I was like two pistols. Oh my gosh! That's, that's all I want. That's <laughs> and then they started calling me Willis. 
I'm going to call you Willis from now on. That's your new name. <laughs> it's it's probably the nickname I've had that's lasted the least amount of time. <laughs> it's, I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. No. Now. Yep. All right, Willis, what's next? Bruno the Kid. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what this is. Nope, never heard of it, but never you're about to walk it. yourself right into a classic. Beavis and Butthead to America. That is not the classic I meant. But, yes. right. but I guess it is, in fact. He did Muddy Grimes. The play. I don't remember who that was as a character. It's I been... think Muddy Grimes is the uh, like the tattooed dude. The one. Okay, I think like, I know. Like who... They meet Dallas, who's the, the hot chick that kind of sends him on the mission. Mm-hmm. And that they're just like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and his her her boyfriend is muddy, I believe. OK, OK. Because, that, oh, that and sense. this is the other reason, too, because him and me Moore were married at the time and they played muddy in Dallas Grimes. Ah, uh, OK. I've seen I've only seen that movie once and I watched it secretly my parents would have never let me watch it but oh, uh, i was never allowed my, to watch my uncle either. my uncle at the time he, my uncle is only slightly older than me and so i was hanging out with him one time and it was like late and he was like you want to watch this i'm like sure <laughs> we watched it together and i was <laughs> oh man i remember being like what it's is a this great movie i yeah. miss beavis and butthead i was so happy when they brought it back for like a short stint a few years ago and then it just stuck around for like one season that style of like animation and humor isn't around much anymore like red and no. stimpy and like beavis and butthead that weird like animated type style like yeah. we have adult animated cartoons it's different like, nowadays yeah like family guy is not the same as beavis and butthead yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, it's not it's not even close. Bruno the Kid, the animated movie going from series to movie. That's a big deal, I guess. But yeah, I, still don't know, I don't know. Uh, fifth Element. The yeah? Fifth Element. What do you know about the Fifth Element? Ha- Wait, have you not seen? The, no, the this fifth? was a, I was making sure you had seen it. Have you? Seen oh, it? God. Yeah. OK, it's like one of the it's like one of the most classic movies to me. I watched it. I mean, I don't know how you could miss it, because when I was younger it was like the only movie showing on tv like it was always going it was always mm-hmm. on like one of the channels it's oh man it's so i i am in fact a meat popsicle you know so i i i, I love i love that movie it's Classic. a great movie it really and, is and it's one of the weirdest performances i've ever seen by gary oldman like he's unrecognizable in that movie oh yeah absolutely uh who was it? is it uh who's the what's, i can't think of his name right now the the singer um ruby uh rod ruby rod the guy who plays him is that who that is the guy who plays him is chris tucker chris tucker why couldn't i think of chris tucker's name yes chris tucker in that movie was great he him uh him being the the uh the singer was so good oh man is uh, it ruby rod i don't want people to yell at me it is oh thank is, God. It, is that the name of it ruby yeah rod? it is okay <laughs> i don't need people emailing me <laughs> oh yeah 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 ruby ruby rod there you go yeah so that was uh, quite an that movie was just weird in general, but I think it set the tone for like weird spacey movies. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like it, it did some work there in like that sort of like abstract. It made like that sort of abstract space movie feel kind of mm. normal or real. And so now you see a lot of movies go for that. Well, there was the movie like Luke Besson did Fifth Element and kind of based on that, I was excited for. That other movie that came out like a year or two ago with Cara Delevingne and uh, Dane DeHaan. What, what wait, was uh, Valerian? Valerian in the city oh, of a Val- thousand yes, planets. Yes, yes. Which and was visually impressive, but what a bore. That's so. You know, it was on my list to watch, but I heard it was so boring. And 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 I, the reason I wanted to see it was because of how visually stunning it looked like. And then yeah. everyone got back to me and said. This is a very boring movie. You will There's not so it. much lost potential there. And I think it was kind of a bummer for him, too, because he'd been wanting to do that movie for 14 years. He did The Professional? Luke Besson? Yeah, Leon The Professional. Oh, damn. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. Look at that. Wow. That's a movie I haven't seen in a long time. Right. Oh, man. I saw that when I was really young. We watched it at my best friend's house. He was like, you got to see this movie. It's so insane and awesome. And, and I remember watching it like, this is good. Yeah, I really like it's this. It's crazy the stuff they do in there with a kid. <laughs> yes, yes, 100%. It is very off the wall. The Jackal. What's the Jack? I don't know the Jackal. Bruce Willis and Richard Gere. I don't know that. No, I've never even heard of that. Sounds vaguely familiar. Mercury Rising Mercury also. Rising sounds familiar? But oh, I recognize the poster. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you right now, it looks like it's <laughs> Mercury Rising. Someone knows too much. 
That's exact. That's exact. It's just one of those generic action movies. Like Alan drama Baldwin, happens. Kim Dickens. I'm not recognizing a lot of names here. Yeah, I don't see anybody either. Really. You show me a movie poster from the 90s, I'll probably recognize it, but... <laughs> oh, gosh. Armageddon. Yeah, who can forget it? It's not even, like, much to say on it. It's just such a classic movie. Like, I think I've watched that one a million times just because of how many times it played. So when I was a kid and, I, and like, I didn't have too many TV shows, but certain TV shows, certain, show, certain uh, channels would just play, like, movies on repeat, you know? Mm. And uh, so I got a lot of uh, Armageddon in. Oh my gosh, I got a lot of Armageddon in. Armageddon had a great soundtrack, too. You know what? It did have a great soundtrack. And actually. it had more than just the Aerosmith song, which people seem to only did it? focus on. I thought that yeah. was the only song in it. But I think it actually had two versions of the Aerosmith song on there, too. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I think he did a good job in that movie. I think I, st- I still get a little choked up at the ending parts when he's like, take care of, him, take care of her for me or whatever. Like, oh, it's look, hard oh. not to. Right here. <laughs> it's hard not to. It's an emotional movie. What was his name? Harry. I think his name was Harry. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Harry S. Stamper. Sounds right. The name for a drill, a drill, a drill guy. Harry Stamper. <laughs> the siege. I don't know anything about the siege. Denzel Washington, Annette Benning, Bruce Willis, Tony Shalhoub. It's a great foursome right there. Lance Reddick. Ooh. What is the siege? The U.S. I, the secret U.S. abduction of a suspected terrorist leads to a wave of terrorist attacks in New York City, which leads to the declaration of martial law. What? Yeah, it's you know, there's the in the '90s, there was just this string of like action e movies that I just I think they just were kind of okay, and they were all kind of cookie cutter. It, it's very cookie cutter. I'm guessing the Siege is probably one of those cookie cutter action movies that. Didn't even wasn't even good enough for the replays of the channels I'm talking about. Like it, it probably showed once in a blue moon. Like that sounds about like right. Like at five a.m. the siege with Bruce Willis. <laughs> That's the one chance to see it. It's on Ally McBeal. That's a show I never saw, even though it was like huge in the '90s. I know. I actually that was not a show that appealed to me. I didn't appeal no, me for Ally McBeal. I don't think we were the target audience. To be <laughs> I would fair, say we're probably not. <laughs> oh, breakfast! Oh my God! Look at that poster. Breakfast, Breakfast of Champions, of Ch- 1999. What even is that? Who's what that is that? That's him. Is that him? That's, That's him? him. Are you kidding me? Okay. Oh, so yeah. I, for I those that are listening, like, okay, we should we should have clarified at the beginning for best listening experience, be on IMDb with us as we go through this. But there's a poster of Bruce Willis in like a pinstripe blue suit holding two American flags and like a crisscross. With the biggest shit-eating grin on his face <laughs> and, like, a red, white, and blue Uncle Sam top hat and bow tie. He looks like a, a, a car, used car salesman. Is that what's going on in the background there with all the cars? I, I'm going to guess so. In a world gone mad, you can trust Dwayne Hoover? Is that what that says? So maybe he's a car sales... <sighs> Summary. Here we go. A portrait of a fictional town in the Midwest that is home to a group of idiosyncratic and slightly neurotic characters. Dwayne Hoover is a wealthy car dealership owner that's on the brink of suicide and is losing touch with reality. Holy cow. What is this movie and when are we watching it? I was going to say, this sounds like, you know what we really should 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 bring up, you know, uh, is is have like a bad movie like Friday or something and we just all watch bad movies we've should never heard of. Should I be keeping of? a list on the side as I, we I do this? I think you should. I think you should. Like movies that we just have to be like, what the hell is this? And you know what we should do is <laughs> one night we should, we should just start off with like this hard horrible list and then as if enough people say next we just go to the next movie regardless of where we are that would be kind of like movie roulette we just yes. do a movie roulette night as soon as it gets enough votes it's off the list i love that idea uh, i'm writing actually, this one down you should that's a great idea breakfast of champions that's on the oh list my oh gosh. new ideas guys you're hearing you're hearing the brainstorming <laughs> and the creation of new bits right now creative juices are flowing as we speak <laughs> i love it Oh, well, and then the same year, friggin' Sixth Sense come out. What were, uh, do you remember what the aliens were allergic to in that? What? There are no aliens in the Sixth Sense that are allergic to stuff, are there? Isn't there, uh, 
Are you thinking? Oh, the of, six. I'm sorry. The of signs. Oh my gosh! I jumped ahead. I was trying to be so smooth because of our conversation earlier about water. Oh man, I'm sorry. You're right. The sixth sense and sign. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is the last time I'll be on this show. No way, man. This is the best. Um, yeah, six sense. The first time we worked with Shyamalan. Yes, and indeed. the first kind of big breakout movie for Shyamalan in general. It's a big one for him. I, I, you know, we all joke about the twist, but it's very much like the start of that. Okay, so I've seen this movie once, and unfortunately for me, the twist was ruined before I saw it. Yeah, that it's kind the of, reason I hate spoilers to this day is because this movie was ruined for me. That's the worst. You know, it's it's the worst. It it, it can it can really get to you. So like. For instance, like I didn't see Harry Potter for years and mm. like I always had to hear Snape kills Dumbledore. And so finally, when I finally watched it, I spent the whole I spent the whole movie where that was going to happen sitting there going, it's coming. Yep. I know it's coming. <laughs> like, I just sat there. Now, granted, that's my fault because I waited like 12 years. But, you know, at the same time, I'm sitting there going, oh, man, I can't even be surprised by this. Like, imagine if the twist was that it didn't happen and you were just left hanging. I'd be, <laughs> After all just that, been waiting for the buildup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but honestly, to, to be fair. Uh, because it was so let's like like a powerful scene it still got to me and it was still good so i think sometimes i've said this before but i think if a movie is done right and it's good enough and it's powerful enough even knowing a, a simple one simple spoiler That's won't true. ruin it for you because if they if they portray it correctly you're still going to be you're still going to be entranced by sort of the scene and the atmosphere and everything. As long as it's like, that's not the biggest point of the movie and all that matters. Yeah. It's not going to ruin it for you. You're just going to go, wow, that was even more impactful than I thought knowing the spoiler. Like, but if it's a bad movie or it's a movie that doesn't have a lot of depth to it, then sometimes you'll go, well, now it's ruined because that's the one thing that was holding this movie together. Yeah. And I've seen movies like that where like I, I knew, knew the- I won't say what it is, but I know the ending of the usual suspects. Mm. And you can watch that movie and it's still rock solid. Yep. I've definitely seen both sides. I've seen movies that are still rock solid. And then I've seen movies where I'm like, if I didn't known that was coming, I would have not watched this movie because the rest of it was just thin and it yep. was, it's not great. <laughs> so movies that was the only thing it had on the twist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the story of us. I've heard the name of that before. And I think we're going to hear more and more. As we Willis and Pfeiffer. Oh, it's Pfeiffer's. Ben and Katie Jordan are a married couple who go through hard times in 15 years of marriage. I didn't know. I didn't take him for a romance guy. He's done a few here and there, but yeah, I don't think he he's just looks too angry. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't. I can't believe that any relationship he's in is going to work because he just looks so cranky. <laughs> Comedy drama romance. Yeah. But then we get the whole nine yards after that. Ooh, I like that movie. That's been a long time. That's a good movie. Mm. Some people crap on it, but I dig it. I think I think it's a I think it's one of those movies. I could I guess I could see where people would 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 crap, but it's not bad. It's one of those like earlier movies that I remember being like one genre tucked inside another in a way. Uh, yeah. So it's it's definitely a comedy, but it's also like tucked into a crime movie, and that's why it works because most of the people in it don't know they're in a comedy. <laughs> help i'm trapped in a comedy <laughs> that's what i like about it it's good i know i dig that movie i even like the sequel they did the whole 10 yards no oh, i didn't i definitely didn't see that that was good too uh he had a long stint not a long stint but he had a decent few episodes on friends interesting i don't i don't i didn't i didn't i'm not an avid watcher of friends i did see several episodes but not like I concurrent th- you know not in think order. he dated rachel ah if i okay. remember correctly I also think he played Bruce Willis. Oh, wait, nope. He played a guy named Paul Stevens. I'm wrong. Paul Stevens. I'm wrong. Maybe he was just playing a Bruce Willis type. I don't remember. I wasn't like an avid, avid Friends watcher. It was the mm. popular thing that my friends See, were watching. and I was I like, was watching Seinfeld at that time. See, I feel like you're either See, a Seinfeld yes. guy or a Friends guy. Like, there's like, there's two type of people in the world. You either watch Friends or you watch Seinfeld. You made a choice. Like, so... Seinfeld was a show I watched, but I never felt like I'd seen all the episodes because I was watching most of them on like reruns and stuff. Yep. So I was like, what am I missing? Even though like I love the show, I was I always felt like there were episodes that I hadn't seen. So at one point I did binge like over the course of I don't even know how many months I binged all nine seasons of Seinfeld. And if you watch it that way to where you like your memory is still 
tied to things that you've just recently seen. That show is crafted so brilliantly. It is insane how brilliant that show is. They throw there are throwaway lines that reference stuff from like four seasons beforehand that you would not remember if you did not see it recently. Exactly. It, it is a very well crafted show. It, it's I think some people just don't get it, but it's a, it's extremely well crafted. If you spend the time to watch it, you you would you grow and lo- learn to appreciate it because it's a great show. Yeah, it really really is. It's one of the most popular shows of all time, I think. It'd have to be. Yeah. It's somewhere up there. Yeah. Uh The Kid. Oh. Is that a Disney movie? That uh, sounds familiar too. The poster looks like familiar. a Disney movie. It is a Disney it, movie. It looks like a Disney movie, yeah. An unhappy and disliked image consultant gets a second shot at life when he's mysteriously confronted by an eight-year-old version of himself. Oh. I don't know what eight-year-old me would talk to me about, but it's probably not good. Have you ever wondered that, though? Like, if you could if you could go back in time and just watch yourself as a kid to see what you were like, I wonder a lot just being a teacher and seeing how kids behave. I'm like, what, what was I like in a, yeah. in a classroom? I'd be more concerned that younger me would be disappointed in older me. <laughs> Oh, I wouldn't want to meet younger me. Like I wouldn't, Okay, you just want to observe. I just want to observe. Yeah. I don't want to terrify the kid. Oh, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> younger, younger me's just looking get, getting really depressed like, "Oh, wow. Okay, you yeah. live alone, you're single." Uh, like, I okay. thought we were going to do a lot better. Like, why are you not wearing a Batman costume? <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is a complete failure. <laughs> <laughs> or I could show up in my Batman costume and just have him be like, "Yes!" <laughs> yeah, there you go. That would just I did turn out to be Batman. Life That's has all I ever wanted. <laughs> oh, Here's gosh. a movie uh, we might be familiar with. Un, un, unbreakable? Unbreakable. Uh, it rings a bell. Vague. Um, a man learns something extraordinary about himself after a devastating accident. <laughs> wow, Ooh, vague. Uh, that sounds wild. It doesn't sound very interesting, though, to be honest. like It just sounds like a devastating accident happened, and that's it. So maybe it wasn't that great. It sounds slow and subtle. <laughs> It does sound slow and subtle. I, I, you know what? Maybe I can go out there and listen to see if anybody's covered it. Maybe maybe a podcast is maybe. talking about it somewhere to see if I can get maybe. some insight. Might have to wait that movie a is. couple months, but it might happen. <laughs> <laughs> Time travel podcasty stuff. When will then be now? <laughs> if you're listening now, buy the lottery tickets five, seven, sixteen, eight. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Oh, gosh. Oh, bandits, 2001. What Story about this? bandits, you say? Bruce Willis, Billy, Billy Bob Thornton, Kate Blanchett. Is this another Western movie? or No, no. no. January Bank Jones, who I don't think was big at the time at all. Nope. In 2001. Two's no. Company, Three's a Crowd. And look at that. Look at that head of hair on Willis on the poster. He's looking good. That does not look real. Is that real? That does no, not look it's, real. It's, he, he almost looks like uh, Jack Nicholas there, like a little bit. Like, yeah. Look at the, like, look at that. Yeah, it's got to be fake. What is the tag? Two bank robbers fall in love with the girl they've kidnapped. As they do. Oh, God. Comedy, crime, drama. I can't imagine. Even given that cast, I can't imagine that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say not. Hearts War. That sounds familiar. A law student becomes a lieutenant during World War Two. Okay, so I don't love military movies. No, I'm not a huge. It has to be really good. Yeah, like I love military Saving Private have Ryan. To be really good. There you go. That's a great example. It has to be that good. That and uh, I also love Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> didn't uh, didn't uh, Saving Private Ryan uh, basically like make Vin Diesel's career? I feel like it did. I feel like that was his movie. Like that was I don't know what he was in. Before. Really? Think about it. That's what was he in before before Saving Private Ryan? Let's go on a Vin Diesel tangent for a minute. I kind of want to Let's except I looked over on this user's poll at the bottom, you probably didn't see this, and it says favorite bald actor and Vin Diesel's right at the top of it. It's his picture. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's perfect. Like I'll spend his time get he's, incepted by something he's that was number just off one screen. Favorite bald actor is Vin Diesel. I even what? voted for him accidentally. It's it, okay. Vin Diesel Samuel L., Bruce Willis, Jason Statham. Um. Oh man. Mm. Handsome man contest. I here. think I have to go Bruce Willis there. Yeah, I'd say I'd say so. But number no, actually number one is Samuel L. I read that wrong. Number one is Samuel L. Vin Diesel was an uncredited voice in The Fifth Element. Was he really? Finger. Who's Finger? No idea. 
Maybe he was like behind a. I have no idea. Saving Private Ryan is his fifth credit. I'm telling you, that was You're his right. breakout movie. It was absolutely where he kind of he was uh, he was that private that died. Yeah. He, what an inch. L- l- oh, good Lord. Maybe we should have done Vin Diesel. Just look at like his fifth movie is Saving Private Ryan. He goes right from that to the Iron Giant next year. The year after that, he does the first Chronicles of Riddick. The same year he does Boiler Room and Pitch Black. The next year he does Fast and the Fear. What the hell? What a career just jump off. He just took off. Holy Isn't crap. Isn't that insane? That is crazy. Did Triple X. Then he had a bunch more Chronicles of Riddick stuff. That's bonkers. Yeah, it's it's like his his career. That's what I'm thinking. You know, it, you really didn't hear much about him before uh, Saving Private Ryan. And then he just shot like a cannon out. Good Lord. Have you seen Boiler Room? I would recommend that as well. As much as it's I, I, not I a, seen it. Yeah. It's not a, a like subject matter that I really care about dealing with like finances and stocks and stuff. But I was like, good Lord, that movie's good. Mm. Knock around, guys. I've heard of that one. Oh, man. Yeah, that's I, OK. So I made that statement and I didn't know how true that statement was. I was pretty sure about it because that was kind of his first. But then you look at what he did right after. He just took off. That no is kidding. Insane. That's trajectory. Yeah. Uh, I'm going back to Bruce Willis here. Grand Champion, which looks like another Disney. Oh, my God. What do you got? I'm just looking at the people in this. Looking at the poster. It's like two kids. There's a bunch of horses and stuff being ridden around. Joey Lauren Adams, Jacob Fisher, Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts was in that? Like, that's the girl on the poster. Oh, wow. You're right. I didn't realize she's been acting for that long. You are absolutely right. That was what year? 2002? Good Lord. I feel like it's been maybe like six years she's been acting, but I'm wrong. No, no. That makes me feel a little old, actually. More like 16 years. Good Lord. Yep. Tears of the Sun. That sounds familiar, too. Tears of the Sun, I believe, is that war movie or the... uh special ops movie yep there it is yeah that's a that is uh the speaking of this is another one of the movies that the doctor from unbreakable is in (gasps) one of his small parts he's in this movie uh i think he's actually a bigger part in this movie uh iman walker is his name he plays lsz pettigrew in this movie oh that dude and he's fourth credited so he must have been on him yeah dude he did so good but the thing is he didn't he doesn't if you go look at what he did he's in a couple decent movies and that's it. And that's, I mean, I want to, I, I know I've seen him in something else and I'm trying to think of what it is. If you've seen him, I feel like I have too, but I can't figure out what it is. Justice, the TV series. I don't know that. Unbreakable. Othello, Oz? Wait, what? I, no, I haven't seen Oz at all. I haven't either. Jury, Lord, I've seen Lord of War. Maybe I'm thinking of Lord of War. He is in Lord of War. I think he's like the, he's the older, uh, yeah, he's in. The, I've seen him. I recognize his face from that movie. You're That's right. That's probably what I'm thinking of. Blood and Bone. Blood and Bone. <gasps> I, I, I recognize him from that too. That's a um, Blood and Bone was actually not bad. That's a Michael Jai White like action movie. Mm, I don't think I've seen it though. Strike Back. Yeah. Oh man, I feel like he's everywhere. Right, and then you look and you're like, uh... yeah, that's crazy. God, I want to see that guy in every movie. Yeah, right? I just based on that one scene. I want him in every movie. Yeah. All right. Tears of the Sun. I don't know if I've seen that. It doesn't I don't know if brain. I've seen it either. I, I'm very aware of it, but I don't if I've seen it, it's been once and it's been a long time. Charlie's Angels, full throttle, uncredited. Okay. <laughs> uncredited. Maybe it's best that it's that. <laughs> the whole ten yards, I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Oceans twelve, uncredited, as Bruce Willis. He was Bruce Willis in Oceans Twelve, okay. Probably just a quick cameo. Yeah, it must have been. But why would he be uncredited playing himself? I just didn't get, didn't get credit for his own work. Man. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Hostage. I have no memory of that whatsoever. Kevin Pollack, Jimmy Bennett, Ben Foster, Jonathan Tucker. I recognize some names. Rumor Willis. Rumor Willis. No, I, I don't recognize any of the other names, though. Sin City. That's uh that's one. There you go. Sin, Sin City. City's an interesting movie. It's it's the argument, at least in my opinion, it's the argument against doing a comic book movie that is a hundred percent accurate. Ah, uh, yes, that's a good that's a good way to put it. It is interesting, but I could see how you could say it's 
because it's it's good and it's visually stunning but there's something hollow about it because movies generally fill in the gaps between panels mm. and sin city did not it it's a hundred percent accurate to the source material yeah and that can be a problem because yeah. it's just a different medium you know so it's not gonna really translate yeah completely. i appreciate what they attempted for sure alpha dog Alpha Dog, yeah. I saw Alpha Lucky Dog. Lucky number 11. I haven't seen that, but that's something that a lot of people... Uh, I have, but... Is it not memorable to you? Not particular. Uh, I think a lot of people like that movie for some reason, I though. feel like I liked it, but it's not like, hey, run out and go see Lucky Number 11. Like, it's not, it doesn't need to be at the top of your priority list, but if you watched it, I feel like you'd enjoy it. Yeah. There's a lot of movies like that. Those movies where it's like, I'm not going to go out of my way, but I would probably have a good time if I saw this kind yeah. of thing. Although I think I'm also confusing it with another movie or like meshing it in my brain with something else that I didn't like as much, mm. which is uh, I can't even can't even name it at the moment. Arguably uh, coming up is one of uh, Bruce Willis's finest films, Over the Hedge, where he plays RJ's voice. <laughs> I've not seen uh, Over the Hedge. Obviously, I've seen it. It's been a long time. I saw it once. It was an animated funny. movie. It, yeah, it was. You know, animated movies tend to do well. It's hard to screw them up, you know, if they're cutesy and they're fun. I can't think of a lot of like was it was that was that Pixar that did that? No, no. It wasn't them. It wasn't Dreamworks? It might have been Dreamworks. I'm trying to think. I think it was got it had to have been Dreamworks. I I can't figure out one where to find that here. From the creators of Shrek and Madagascar. Okay, then it's definitely Dreamworks. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, there's so, a yeah. Go down there. It's hard when you get one of those big name animations, it's hard to make a miss. They they tend to do like I would say like 75% of the time they don't miss. They they do well. They get yeah. good they get good actors or voice actors in and they just, you know, animation is really easy to polish out because it's it doesn't have a lot of flaws. So True. You get some good voice acting in. You get some good uh, actors in there, and and you're gonna you're gonna have a good a good product because you don't have to deal with any imperfections or any weird scene chemistry or anything. You 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 control that environment. So, is this where we're starting to get in the weird part of his career? We're, you know, don't say weird. Just because he's getting older doesn't mean he's weird. <laughs> you know, you're getting older too. So am I. You want to call us weird? Well, no. Like you look at the stuff he's doing now. Okay, so we're not getting into the weird, weird part yet. He's still got a lot of good stuff coming out right now. I don't yeah, know what Fast Food Nation is. I don't think it. I've seen that. Is that a doc? Heard of it. It's not a doc. It sounds like a doc, but it could be like a... Inspired by the international bestseller, the most essential political film from an American director since Michael Moore's Fahrenheit 9-11. Is I think this it's a, a doc. doc. No, it, it is it's a, a comedy drama romance. They didn't they didn't list it as such, but I'm pretty sure it's a it was a big deal. It was a drop. An a ensemble doc. piece examining the health risks involved in the fast food industry and its environment. What? What is he doing in that? Do they just look at the cast of this? Oh, it's not a it's not a doc because of the cast. You're right. Yeah. It's an actual Wilmer Valderrama. Yeah. Greg oh, Kinnear. Okay, yeah. You know what it is? It's probably a film shot in the scene, like in the like in the style of a doc, yeah, to make it seem more real, but with actors. You know what I mean? That like makes it's, sense. It's probably set up to look like a document, a documentary, but it's not. In fact, huh. it's full of actors. Interesting. The astronaut farmer, uncredited. Grindhouse, Grindhouse. He was in Planet Terror. So he was in that, he was in that, uh, yeah, I was going to say he was Grindhouse in that. Uh, was all right. Grindhouse. I didn't see any of it, actually. It was okay. It's not really my style. That's just not my thing, typically. But I, I again, kind of appreciate what they attempted with it. Like it two, like, shorter top. movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's another Tarantino type thing. <laughs> yeah, that's Tarantino exactly what Rodriguez, it reminded me of. That's what in it fact, is. In fact, if you'd have told me it, it wasn't, Tar- you know, if you said it was Tarantino, I would have believed you. Yeah. Oh, it is. Uh, yeah, perfect stranger. Oh my God, that's the one with like Halle Berry. Oh yeah, perfect stranger. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that. I, I haven't it once. seen it's it either, but I'm time, familiar but... with it existing. <laughs> <laughs> its existence is known to me. <gasps> then we get our next Die Hard. Yes, we did. Finally, live free we or Die Hard. Got to live free. You know what, Nancy Drew. Nancy That's Drew, all I gotta say. uncredited as uncredited Bruce. as Bruce and Nancy Drew, reunited maybe his with Emma moment. Roberts. <laughs> uh, Planet Terror is the half of Grindhouse. It's separate here. That's weird. Yeah, it's weird that it's separate. Oh, it's in the same year. They just split them apart, yeah. I guess. 
Assassination of a high school president. Doesn't sound like something that would be enjoyable to watch. My guess is it probably wasn't very good. Misha Barton. Oh, that was, yeah, that came around around the popularity of like the OC. It wasn't a necessary movie. What just happened? Plays actor. He plays actor. What a role. I feel like I've seen this, but I don't remember it. It's De Niro starring movie. Mm. Or De Niro, Sean Penn, Catherine Keener, Bruce Willis, John Turturro, Robin Wright, Stanley Tucci, Kristen Stewart. Oh, my. What what a line. Right? That's pretty intense. I don't think I've seen. I don't think I've heard of that. Two weeks in the life of a fading Hollywood producer who's having a rough time trying to get his new picture made. Interesting. Barry Levinson movie. Hmm. Ooh, surrogates. Surrogates. Was that? Surrogates was was fun. Oh, you know what? I didn't see that one, and I always wanted to see that one. You know what? I got to add that to my list. It wasn't like super, super great, but I enjoyed it. I'm, I just literally just added it to my watch list. I got yeah. it up. Yeah, I've, I meant to see that one. I think I just missed it. That's what we're here to do, actually, is That's like, it. that was the whole point. What we're going to build my uh, my list of garbage movies and your list of, <laughs> of good <laughs> I movies need to get around to these. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Cop out. I'm not okay. Wait. I think I saw Cop Out. I don't remember if I did, but I've heard so many stories about this movie because uh, it was Kevin Smith's like first mainstream directing movie ah. of a movie that he didn't write. I see. So it was Bruce Trace- Willis and Tracy Morgan, and Tracy every Morgan. okay, yep. every story that Kevin Smith tells about this movie is how much of a piece of shit bruce willis was on set (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) like he just treated him badly and he was mean to everyone and but i guess in recent years like i i listened to a few of kevin smith's podcasts and in recent years smith was like i got a call the other day and i picked it up and he was like hey it's bruce he was like wait what like Bruce Willis? Yeah, yeah, it's Bruce. And and they like had a pleasant chat. And they <laughs> like hadn't talked since Cop Out. That's... And he was like, what the hell was that? Just <laughs> <laughs> a random call. Yeah. The most That's crazy. crazy thing. Uh Cop Out, I don't think, was great. The expendables uncredited. Red. The first red is really good. First red. I don't think I've seen red. What is red about? Red is about uh, it's supposed to be like aging secret agents or covert ops people uh, that are kind of forced back into action. So like Expendables kind of, but with a more red is also based on a comic and it's Ah, got a more comedy tinge to it. And it's good. Does he do a lot of comic stuff? He's been doing that more like comic and comedy things as he's been going on. I'm just noticing out of like all the actors I know, I'm seeing all these stuff he does like that's comic related. All these movies that have comic backgrounds, all the like comic styles, all the Tarantino style stuff like seems to be kind of his genre a little bit. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Red as Bruce Willis, Mary Louise Parker, Carl Urban, Morgan Freeman. There's more people in this. I know there are. Why are they not listed higher? Really weird. John Malkovich, Helen Mirren. Mm. Really fun movie. Really fun. All right. I'm going to add that to a list as well. The sequel, not great. <laughs> they did I do a sequel. It was then. not good. Uh, but Red is a really fun movie. Set up. You know what? You skipped over uh, that. That's a great music video, actually. Really? Uh, Gorillaz. That Gorillaz music video for Stylo. I love that song. And I love that music video. Bounty Hunter uncredited. He's the he's the bounty hunter in uh in that music video. Is it for, noticeably uh, him? Yeah, no, he's oh, okay. right. He's uh, driving in the car like after them. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely him. So, uh, yeah, that's I. It's funny that I remember that one, but I watched that music video a lot because I really enjoyed the song. Oh, there's no way this movie's good. Which one? Set up: Bruce Willis, Ryan Phillippe, Curtis, Fifty Cent, Jackson. Oh wow. <laughs> 4.4 stars on IMDb. I would say I could have told you that it was probably a four or four <laughs> lower. Before I opened it. Yeah. Catch yeah. 44. Catch 44. Probably not good either. Forrest Whitaker, Bruce Willis, Malin Ackerman, Nikki Reed, Deborah Ann Wall. Deborah Ann Wall from Deadpool. Deadpool oh, yeah, from yeah, Daredevil yeah. from Deadpool. 
The job sounded simple enough. Intercept a double cross drug shipment for their on for their crime boss. What online crime boss? This is where a lot of movies come in that I've like never heard of that he just like dumped out. Yeah. Moonrise Kingdom. That sounds familiar. But I you know what I think happened is around this time in life, I think movies got a lot easier to make uh, because money was everywhere. Mm -hmm. And so. You start getting just movies pumped out, like <laughs> just a ridiculous amount of movies pumped out yeah. that you never heard of because because they were flops or they just you were just like, oh, why would I watch that? Yep. You know, they, they were just throwing stuff at the wall to see if it would stick. But he still gets some great stuff in here. Like I haven't seen Moonrise Kingdom. It's a Wes Anderson movie. I'm not a huge mm -hmm. Wes Anderson fan. Like that's a specific taste. But people are into that. Expendables 2, I think, was just as good as Expendables 1, whatever you think of that. Looper was solid. Looper was a I great I heard that movie. was good. I didn't see Looper. It's another one of his that I didn't see, and I think I've, I think it's already on my list, actually. I believe it was recommended to me by a friend that I should see it. I think you'd dig that, too. I think uh, Looper yeah. is why Ryan Johnson got The Last Jedi. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Like, Ryan Johnson's a solid sci-fi guy, and Looper is a big reason for that. What else has Ryan Johnson done? Uh, he did. I believe he did Brick. Yes, he did. He works with uh Joseph Gordon. Joseph Gordon Levitt is in every Ryan Johnson movie, actually. Ah, okay. That's like a a thing that they do. Brick was good, but it was a little confusing. Brothers Bloom was good. Last Jedi, and yeah, he doesn't have a ton of credits, but no, not they like at all, went actually. to film school or something together, if I remember correctly. Ah, uh, okay. So they're like old buddies. Mm -hmm. Fire with fire. Good day to die hard. We got another one. Good day. Look at that. G.I. Joe Look Retaliation. I remember that being not bad. Like, I think it wasn't as bad as the first I thought one it was, was kind of bleh. And G.I. Joe Retaliation, I was like, okay, they might be going in a direction I can follow now. Not so yeah, bad I, here. I think I remember it being okay. Like, it wasn't horrible. Sin City Dame to Kill 4 was not worth watching. Hmm. Didn't even hear of it, so I'm glad I didn't. Prince watch it. don't know, Vice don't know, Rock the Casbah don't know, Extraction. Why does that sound familiar? Extraction. What's that about? Oh, oh, uh, Kellen Lutz and Gina Carano. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Precious Cargo Marauders Split. Uncredited. Oh, there it is. Oh for man, for a reason. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah, there's a lot of stuff, and he's just been pumping them out recently. But there's, uh, there's yeah, a couple Dan, things coming up, stuff. too. Yeah. There, it looks like she's got, let's see, maybe two that I'm interested in. That are coming uh, out? Coming up. Yeah, they're coming Glass out. Glass and McLean. Glass and McLean. I don't think I'd, unless the other ones happen to, if I hear more about them, you know. Right. Uh, but those two are the ones that I probably would have my eye on. McLean, McLean I may believe, or may not is be going to good. be, like, two people playing John McLean. Bruce Willis, the older one, and then... Uh, I'll keep flashing back and forth to a younger John McClane. Ooh, that could go interesting. Mm, that's what I've heard about it. So I don't know. Okay. And it does hmm. say rumored. Rumored. Hey, we did it. We did it. We made it. We made it through. We went. We <laughs> we went from Bruce Bruce Willis with hair all the way to Bruce Willis with no hair. That's how long we spent talking about Bruce Willis. <laughs> we went all the way. Oh man, what a trip that was. What a trip. What a trip. I hope people enjoyed that. Um again, yeah, this is fun. this is kind of what our our like bonus episodes are gonna be like. Very non format, just a general structure and just kinda having fun with it. I love it. You come up with new ideas, you come up with new things to see, you you hear about things you've never heard before, and yeah. it was a good experience. I really enjoyed that. We hope we named a lot of things that people never want to watch. Because <laughs> yeah. really... Except that one movie of him as a car Breakfast salesman. We gotta watch that. I must see. It doesn't matter. We gotta see it's it. It's probably psychotic, and I need it it's, in my life. I'm sure it's insane. It's probably gonna <laughs> leave you wondering, like, what did you just watch? Like, What was that? <sighs> as we get out of here, SK, feel free to plug your thing so people know where to find you. Yep, so uh, Silence Night, I'm over on Twitch and on Twitter and Instagram, anywhere you're going to find me social media-wise, but most of the time I spend on Twitch, so feel free to check me out if you so please. And if you want more stuff like this, go on over to thegeekgeneration.com. Uh, make sure you check out both of our podcasts, The Geek Generation and Random Movie Club. And if you want more episodes like this, uh, like we I said at the beginning, this is kind of the first free taste of what these bonus episodes will kind of be like. Uh, there are going to be some different ones here and there. But this is a general idea of how they're going to run. Uh, these are available for our $10 and up patrons over at our Patreon campaign. So if you go to thegeekgeneration.com slash support and you want to get in on that, uh, that's the way to get more of this for you. 
So thanks, SK, once again for being here, even though we're doing these in reverse order compared to the RMC <laughs> episode you're on. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Later. Bye.